Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. One of the things that it seems like that we hear a lot from people that are interested in defending the CHM is they will say things like, um, yes, we've had our issues in the past, but, and then they'll go on to paint a, a bright and rosy picture of the CHM. It seems that a lot of times sexual abuse, molestation, whatever you want to call it, in the CHM, when it happens in the CHM, a lot of times it gets kind of passed over by those that are uh, defenders of the CHM. I've had people tell me that, um, Phil, it happens everywhere. Well, I just focus on the CHM. Well, my response to them would, would be, why not focus on it in the CHM? The, the conservative holiness movement is my background. That's where I came from. And because of my interest in it, this is where I see that it's happening. And it's not getting the, the attention that I feel that it should. Even though there are those of us that are, that are trying, like everything, to, to, get it, uh, uh, to get it exposed and get the uh, recognition that it deserves, the attention, the, the light shed on it. It's still, it's not getting the attention that it needs to get from the, just the lay people, whatever you want to call, whatever, just the, just the normal church going individual uh, within the CHM. And it's definitely not getting it from leadership. So the reason that I'm doing the episode I'm doing today, and there are more to come, but the reason I'm doing it is to try to shine a light on the fact that there is sexual assault, sexual abuse that happens inside of the conservative holiness movement. And it does happen at the hands of leadership. And by leadership, I mean preachers. Because they are given a... a uh, you know, they're, they're given a bit of a pedestal. They're put up on a bit of a pedestal. So whenever you come up against uh, some of the people that like to 
Um, shove all that aside and then paint a very rosy picture of a CHM. This is one of the stories that you can use to prove to them that no, 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 it's, it's not all a bed of roses. It's not all the Christian perfection that you might like to think it is. There are some flat-out horror stories inside the CHM. So here's one of those. And the way I'm going to cover this, I, I, I wanted to try to interview some people that knew this guy. I was given a phone number a while back of somebody that, that probably knew this individual, well, that did know this individual, um, but were probably still friendly towards him, and they were definitely still in the CHM. And I didn't know how to go about making that call. I'm very green at this stuff. I'm not a journalist. But <laughs> uh, I, so I, I wasn't sure. I, I, I wasn't sure exactly how to go about it. And then I heard that this individual also might be in bad health, and I, I didn't want to bother them, for lack of a better way of, of, of saying it. So I did talk to uh, a couple other people, and, and there's several of us that's kind of discussed this story over about the past year. But uh, the main way I'm going to cover this, the, the Tribune Democrat, which is a newspaper. I'm not even sure where this newspaper's out of. It's not saying here right off the top. But uh, anyways, this is one of the newspapers that reported on Walter Bradshaw. That's who we're covering, Walter Bradshaw. So Walter was known as kind of a, uh, uh, a really strict preacher, really conservative preacher. Uh, I think he preached around the West Virginia area a few times, if I'm not mistaken. Some of the people that I know here did, uh, they did know him. Uh, I don't know that they were very close to him, but they, they admitted to knowing him. And, and so, you know, Walter, Walter did his thing. I met a guy that used to be his pastor, and he told me, he said, Phil, I don't feel that I could really give you much insight into Walter Bradshaw because uh, Walter only attended my church for about a year, and during that year, he was off doing his evangelism, which means that that church would have just been his home base, and whenever he was not out preaching revival was when he would attend that church. And a busy evangelist, you know, they're going over Sundays, and they can be going over a lot of those Sundays if they're, if they're uh, busy. So uh, that source there said they, they didn't feel that they could really give me much to clear it up, but... So what we'll do is I'll go through this newspaper article, and this will give you the gist of what Walter Bradshaw did. Again, this is from the Tribune Democrat. A traveling preacher did not receive a life sentence, but will spend the rest of his life in prison for sexually molesting an 11-year-old girl at a Bedford motel. This is Bedford, Pennsylvania. Actually, not very far from where I'm sitting right now, probably within a couple hours. The Reverend Walter Bradshaw, who was 63 at the time of this, getting, uh, this article being written, which was in 2012. Uh, the Reverend Bradshaw, 63, of North Carolina, sat quietly at the defense table late Wednesday as a Bedford County President Judge Thomas Ling sentenced him to 66 to 150 years in prison for molesting the girl who was a middle school student in Chestnut Ridge School District. A jury in September had convicted Bradshaw of 22 counts of rape and related charges. 
for the 2008 assault he made on the girl at a Bedford Township motel. 22 counts of rape and related charges. The sentence was handed down at the close of a six-hour hearing that included testimony and a determination by Ling that Bradshaw is a pedophile and a sexually violent predator. The preacher was well-known in the Cambria, Somerset region for holding summer revival services. In a tearful statement, Bradshaw denied he ever did anything wrong to the girl who had considered him and his wife as grandparents. You think about that. The charges that have been placed upon me, I deny them all, Bradshaw said. I did not commit anal and vaginal sex with that girl. I did not, and I will not admit to things I did not do. Bradshaw's attorney, Thomas Crawford, said his client is a kind and wonderful man who has always helped people. Bradshaw has no prior criminal record. Ling said it was because of that and the preacher's attempt to help others that he did not sentence Bradshaw to the 90 to 180 years requested by Bedford County District Attorney William Higgins. Bradshaw was a carpenter by trade and traveled through this region for a number of years holding revival services. It was at a church in western Bedford County that he first encountered the girl and her mother, Gazella Oldham. The mother and daughter traveled frequently to North Carolina to visit the preacher. It was alleged in court Wednesday that some of the sexual abuse began while Bradshaw's wife and Oldham went shopping. So, some of this sexual abuse allegedly happened while the preacher's wife and the victim's mother went out shopping. Oldham, which is the victim's mother, is in jail after admitting she took her daughter to the Janie Lynn Motel, allegedly to have Bradshaw help her with homework. But the girl insisted on spending the night. Again, this is what the paper's saying. Let's switch to a different paper. Let's go back a little bit. This is covering his, um, the verdict in his trial. This is from the Cumberland Times News. Cumberland, Maryland, which I used to live close to there, is not very far at all from Bedford, PA. Here's what the paper says. A Bedford County jury took just two hours to find a North Carolina traveling preacher guilty of 22 of 24 charges relating, related to the sexual molestation of an 11-year-old girl more than three years ago. This article is also from 2012. The 12.30 a.m. Friday verdicts handed down by a jury of seven men and five women were read as the Reverend Bradshaw stood motionless, showing little emotion. Bradshaw was convicted of 22 charges of rape, indecent assault, and related counts following the April 2nd, 2009. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Molestation of the girl who was at the time of this article, 15, at the uh, Janie Lynn Motel in Bedford Township. The jury acquitted Bradshaw of two accounts of indecent assault stemming from an incident that allegedly occurred in the parking lot of the New Paris Elementary School in 07 or 08. The girl told the jury that Bradshaw had kissed her full on the mouth, grabbed her bottom and her breasts one day when he picked her up from school. Following the verdicts, uh, defense attorney Thomas Crawford said his client realized that the jury chose to believe someone who occasionally tells the truth. The testimony Crawford presented in his opening and closing arguments focused on times when it could be proven that the girl had been untruthful. But the jury believed that while the girl may have some issues with the truth, the bigger liar in the matter is Bradshaw, who denied ever doing anything inappropriate to the girl he had pampered and who called him Papa, said Bedford County District Attorney William Higgins. There was no way this guy could take himself out of this, said Higgins. These creeps know how to pick their victims, so when it comes out, they can say, I'm a minister and you're a liar. Now, from that statement there, it sounds like it almost sounds like that the that the, the prosecuting attorney what do, do they have a little experience in this? Is this a maybe a, something they run into before? I don't know. They go in here to say that uh the convictions will earn him 35 years at least in mandatory sentences, and Higgins said he plans to ask for additional years. Um, Bradshaw, a carpenter by trade, met the girl while he was holding re- revival services several years ago at the Allen Bank God's Missionary Church. For those unfamiliar with what God's Missionary Church is, that would be Beavertown, is, would probably be the most popular one, where Jim Plank uh, pastors. I'm not holding the church at fault with this. I'm just to put that into perspective, um, what kind of church it is. It's a full-on CHM church. According to an article on WPDE.com, here's what they said about uh, Bradshaw. The 63-year-old Bradshaw tearfully denied the allegations in a statement at uh, Wednesday sentencing, uh, Wednesday's sentencing. He said the now teenager and her family are dysfunctional. Or dysfunctional. We go to an article from the Dispatch at thedispatch.com. Here's what uh, they mentioned about the trial. The girl testified that Bradshaw, while at the motel, attempted to penetrate her vaginally, orally, and anally. The judge told the jury that while complete penetration may not have been achieved, partial is sufficient to be called rape. Let's go back to a different article by the Tribune Democrat, and this was where they were actually just covering the trials that was taking place. Now, the state police set up a, somehow set up a, a phone conversation that they were able to record between Walter Bradshaw and his victim. Here's from the Tribune Democrat. In the recorded phone conversation played for the jury, the girl repeatedly asked why he did quote, sexual stuff, unquote, to her. While at times Bradshaw acted as though he didn't know what she was talking about, at one point he said, this is quote, because you asked me, I'm sorry that it happened and you never have to see me again. 
In opening statements, the district attorney said Bradshaw was a man the girl respected and grew to view as a grandfather. A tight bond was formed between the preacher, his wife, and the girl's ultra-conservative family. Bradshaw's uh, attorney said this, Mr. Bradshaw is a minister of God. It is the credibility of the girl versus the credibility of Walter Bradshaw. Isn't that what it comes down to a lot in these cases? Who are people going to believe more? A little girl or a preacher? Walter Bradshaw was arrested uh, shortly after they made, they set up this phone call. Here's a, a little more in, in detail of uh, what, what went down in this case. Bradshaw was saying here that, uh, of course, he denied any wrongdoing, and uh, this is now reading from the paper again, and maintains that he and the girl went to the Jenny Lynn Motel so he could help her with her homework. But things didn't go as planned, according to testimony, and shortly after the girl's mother left her at the motel with the preacher, he got undressed and also removed her clothing. Now, this is, you know, this is not him talking. This is, this is the paper. I just want to make it clear. She told the jury of seven men and five women that Bradshaw attempted to have sex with her. She said she fought against him. Uh, quote, he got frustrated with me and gave up. Unquote. She spent the rest of the night in the motel, and the two slept in the same bed, but there apparently was no further sexual contact. The alleged encounter at the Janie Lynn came on the heels of an incident witnessed by a cleaning lady at New Paris Middle School in the Chestnut Ridge School District, which the girl attended. Anna Russell, a great aunt of the girl, said she was near the office when she heard the girl's name called and saw her released to a man she did not recognize, but who carried a note saying he was the girl's grandfather. My brother is her grandfather. This man wasn't, Russell said. She watched as he approached the girl and kissed her full on the mouth. I thought that's awful weird. I know a grandfather doesn't usually kiss a third or fourth grader like that, and it was no family-type kiss, Russell said. The girl told the jury that along with the full-mouth kiss, Bradshaw grabbed her rear end. She also testifies that at times, including a text message, he called her, quote, sexy baby, a name she loathed. I didn't like that from a 60-year-old man. It was gross, she said. This is still from the Tribune Democrat. The case takes an odd twist because of the involvement of the girl's mother, Gazella Oldham, at the time that this article was written, was 53, of Alan Bank. She is now serving two to five years in prison after pleading no contest to charges that she took her daughter to the motel to be with Bradshaw. That blows my mind. That, I, mm, that one right there is hard to understand. Oldham testified that they went out to dinner at McDonald's, then to the Bedford Walmart on April 2nd, 2009, then back to the motel where the girl and Bradshaw worked on her homework. Oldham said she then left after the girl insisted on spending the night with the traveling preacher. While there was conflicting testimony regarding who took the girl to the motel and what happened the next morning, it appears the girl then went to Erie with Bradshaw to sing with him there. At some point, the girl told her mother about the night of the Janie Lynn, and her mother allegedly told her to forget about it. 
Crawford, who was Bradshaw's defense attorney, pointing out, uh, pointed out a number of inconsistencies and in statements the girl made in children and youth service hearings over custody issues. In 2010, she wrote a judge, she wrote a letter to Judge Thomas Ling that, that touched on some of the allegations, but later wrote the judge a subsequent letter denying that Bradshaw did anything wrong. She said her mother made her write the second letter and told her the words to write. The defense presented a number of holiday and birthday cards sent by the girl to Bradshaw, calling herself his princess and thanking him for praying for her. The card stopped after the incident at the hotel, Higgins pointed out. Anyways, there it is. There's the, the story of Walter Bradshaw. Now, Bradshaw is still sitting in prison in PA. If I'm not mistaken. We have uh, right here the Altoona Mirror, and I won't go through this uh, necessarily, but the Altoona Mirror wrote, uh, I think in 21, that he was a former preacher granted hearing. So uh, I guess he's still trying to, still trying to get through his his appeals. But this stuff happens, people. And anytime somebody tries to uh, really downplay it and tell you that you're crazy, you can tell them the story of Walter Bradshaw, and that he's serving time right now for uh, for child rape. And we have more of these stories coming. Stories of CHM preachers that um, did some horrendous stuff. And my main objective uh, for this, too, is just to, to try to prove a point to people, to, to not trust blindly anyone. Just because somebody tells you they're a man of God... Um, Take that with a grain of salt and mind your manners, mind your P's and Q's still yet. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I think that's the that's the wise decision to make. Anyways, there it is. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.